All right, Parshas Vayishlach. Parshas Vayishlach, obviously everybody knows, we start off with the story with Yaakov preparing for the Mohama of Esau. Three things. He appears from war in his presence, and he davens. He has a fight with the Sar of Esau, the angel of Esau. He meets Esau, he is in presence, and he, they talk to each other, and Esau's like, ah, let me come with you. Come with me, and the ex is like, no, 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 you go your way, I'll go my way, I'll meet you up later. Okay, Yaakov gets the Shechem, it says in the passage, he gets the Shechem, Be'ov Yaakov Shalem Ir Shechem. Translate complete. Rashi says that he, Rashi says over here, that what does Shalem mean? Shalem Gufay, Shalem Shalem in his body, in his mind, in his tire, everything was, he was, Perfect, basically. Yeah, and then this whole story with Dina happens. Shem wants to take Dina. He takes her. He rapes her, and then he tries to marry her. And the brothers give them a trick, get a Mila, and then they kill them out. So that city is not around anymore. Okay. So the part, the part basically split into two. Part of Esav, I mean, there's more afterwards with all the, um, all the, the yichus of Esav's, all Esav's generations and Yaakov. But what's the connection between Esav and Shechem? What's the connection? So first we have to understand one thing. The fact that the Tsar of Esav came to fight Yaakov, Right before he went to Muhammad, Esav means something to us. What is it? What is it telling us? Who is the Sar of Esav? So Yaakov asks him that. He says, "What's your name?" He answers back to Yaakov, Don't ask my name." After Yaakov wins him, "What's your name?" Don't ask. Don't ask my name. The very famous. I mean, it's famous because I know it, but now you guys can know it also. Rebbe Chasman was Mashkiach. In Hebron, uh, I think, in Eretzion, he said over a story, a mushal. But what does it mean, Lamazat Tisha Lishmi? And the mushal goes like this: In the early 1900s, when they started with the movies, started being able to make videos in the old old days. So one guy came to a village with a video machine, and he set up a whole projector and a whole screen, turned on all the lights. The whole village came packing in to see a video of what he, I don't know, pictures he took somewhere. So they see a picture of a lion or something on the screen. And one of the farmers wants to see it very well. So he goes up close with a candle to look at the screen and all of a sudden you can't see anything anymore. So he asks him what happened. He says, because you can't put a light, you need no light in order to be able to see the video. If you, see, if you put a light to it, then you won't be able to see the video anymore. That's what used to work. So he says, that's the Yitzhar. The Yitzhar is, Put a light to it. If you put the near the near of Tyra, near mitzvah or Tyra, up to the Yitzhara, he'll disappear. You won't be able to see him anymore. But if you don't do that, if you leave it in darkness and you're just watching a picture on the screen, that's the Yitzhara, what he's trying to project to you. So the first thing we have to realize in this week's parsha is that the Muhammad of Esau is Muhammad of the Yitzhara. Don't ask questions. Just do what I ask you. Don't put a light to it. Don't think about it. Just do what I want you to do. That's the Yitzhar. So, Esau comes to fight with Yaakov. 
And okay, Yaakov appears the Yitzhar, there's three ways to appear. Um, you have to make a Muhammad against the, the Yitzhar, you have Davin, you have to make a Doro, and you have to make, you know, I'm going to eat food, even though I make a Brach at him, but I'm going to, you know, the Yitzhar wants you to do things, he wants to fight us internally, so he wants you to have ty- an internal Taiva, so he makes you, you know, I want a, a, a Shorm. Okay, go get a Shorm, make sure you make a Brach at him first. You know, there's ways for you to fight. That's like presence, sort of, to the Yitzhar. But the Iker you said to the Yitzhar is that Esau says to Yaakov, Esau says to Yaakov, let's go together. Esau, no. Where's the Pasuk? Esau wants to go with Yaakov. The concept of the Yitzhar, of Esau, is that he wants to join us. Yeah, Esau is like the internal. He's the, he's the Twitter of Yaakov. He's the internal Yitzhar. He wants to join us. He wants to be a part of us. The sight of Kaleizo is that we're able, we have the ability to be able to tell him, even though he's inside of us, internally, we have the ability to tell him, get away from me. I'll meet you over there. That's what Yaakov says. Yaakov says, I'll meet you in Seir. I'll meet you, which Chazal says means the end of time. Which is a different drasha. But... The, the side of it is that we have the ability to be able to say, to be able to push away from us our internal types, the things that we want to do, to stop those things. We think that we're weak people. We think that we're, we're you know, we have to give it everything that, that we want to do from our internal things. And the truth is, is the parsha tells us we're not. We're able to stay away from these things. We're able to keep away. That's because Yaakov fought the Tsar of Esau and won him. And Yaakov tells Esau, I'll meet you later. So that's the first thing we have to realize. The internal battles we have, we are able to fight them. It's not something that's impossible from us. And our problem is, is that we all think that it's impossible. How am I supposed to stop? If I want to do something, how am I supposed to stop myself? You have the ability. How do you have to do it? That has to be planned. That has to be a Muhammad. You have to learn how to do it. Every Muhammad, every war takes learning how to, how to do war planning. So the thing is going to war without any planning beforehand. But the fact that we could do it is the first concept, the first, the start to being able to actually do it is realizing that we could fight it. That's the first thing. Then comes Shechem. Shechem is, even though Yaakov arrived there, Shalem, the Gufay, the Maynay, his body, his mom and his tire, everything was Shalem by Yaakov. Shechem is the forces of the outside world. Those aren't always the Yitzhahara that's internally. The outside world beckons to us. He wants to steal our quote-unquote daughters. He takes our dinner away from us. The outside world wants to tell us, come join us. Come be a part of us, and then you'll live a good life. You'll have fields, and you can marry our daughters, and, da- and everybody will marry with each other. You'll have, we'll give you parnasal, we'll give you business, we'll give you everything you want. The side of, of the outside world is come join us. Why should you be different? There's a whole medrash that says, very interesting medrash that says that not only did Shem want Dina so badly, he did a trick to get her. The medrash says, I heard him from Ashmuz, the medrash says, I didn't see it inside, that he wanted the Athena, so what did he do? She was sitting in the house, she was really a Tznuah, she was sitting in the house, but he brought out girls to start playing drums outside her house. So when you hear drums outside your house, all of a sudden you start thinking, you know what's going on? I want to go see what's going on. So she went outside. 
And when she went outside to join them, he was able to get her. He was able to talk to her and get her and bring her to the house and do whatever he wanted with her. The outside world shows us a lot of things that are outside that are, look, look great. There's drums, there's singing, there's dancing. There's a lot of fun going outside. Let's go see what's happening. And once we get outside, then we're sucked in. Then we're sucked in. So Chayashal told them, what did, what did the brothers tell, tell Shechem to do? You, you can marry her, don't worry about it. Everything's going to be good. You can marry her daughters. First, you have to get a bris milah. The bris milah, the arla, is a taking off of our type. When we, when we get a bris milah, the reason why we, why the Rebbe Shabbat, it's really a tikkun, it's not, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a, uh, what's it called, taking away from our bodies. <clears throat> it's making our bodies complete. Because that lessens the type that we have for the outside world. That's a chazal, that's, that's a, a piece a little bit. But that's what it does. So the, the brothers told, told Shem um, and to get a bris milah for everybody in their city and then they killed them out. Okay, why Yaakov got upset at them and what the whole story was, I'm not getting into that. That's not what my, the drush is about. But the, the side is, is that there's an outside world that we have to fight also. And that outside world beckons to us through making, through things that, are, that sound gishmak, sound great. But if we really put up the light of Tyra, the R, the, the R of Tyra to, to, the, to the things that they sound great, we know it's all fake. Just like a movie. It looks great when you watch it. But if you see how they make it, if you watch how they made a movie, it's really stupidity. It's, it's like a bunch of like, you know, fake things happening and it just looks great. That's the outside world. I'm not saying that we, we don't have to live in it. I'm not saying we don't have to do business. I'm not saying we don't have to do things in it. But we have to realize the Yisoyed that really all of it's fake. The only thing that really stands is when Yaakov at the end says, let's go make a Mizbeach. Let's go build a Mizbeach for Hashem who saved us from the Tzara. That's the, that's the, the real thing that we have. We have the Banishlam and we have His world and that's our real world. So even though we're a part of the world and we have to do business and the things we have to do in the world, the way we have to do this is with the realization that this is not really real. This is really a, really a, a quote-unquote fake world outside that we have to deal with, but that we don't, not that we have to be a part of it. We don't have to give in to all their concepts and all their things. We don't have to give our daughters to them or take their daughters to us meaning the things that they have. And that's the Yisrael, the Parsha Vayishlach, that once Yaakov's coming back to live a regular life, he's away from Lavan, and he's going to build his own life now in Israel, he's going to build his family. The Yisrael that we have to learn is that there's two facets to fighting this world. One is the internal Yitzhar, the Esau, and the Amalek. The other is the facet of the outside Yitzhar, the outside world, the world of the where we have to realize that that is all a bunch of fake and nothingness. Shukai, have a great Shabbos.